are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Yeshua answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me, but you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep, as I said to you. My sheep hear my voice, and, know, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. The Feast of Dedication is a reminder of those who courageously remain faithful to God in the face of persecution. One of the major themes throughout the New Testament is remaining faithful to our Messiah, especially during persecution. According to Matthew 5.10 through 12, 1 Corinthians 4.12, and 2 Corinthians 4.9, the book of Revelation speaks specifically about the persecution of believers that they will face before the return of the Messiah. According to Revelations 2, 10, Revelations 13, 10. Hanukkah is also known as the Festival of Lights because a legendary, miraculous provision of oil in the temple. Adonai performed a great miracle. Our Beth Adonai dance team is now going to come forth and share their rendition of the Miracle of Lights by Eighth Day, followed by the story of Hanukkah by our very own Miss Barbara Dockley. <laughs> No fight plane, no battleship can crash with fear and sweet. It's that last drop of oil, it just won't see defeat. It keeps our little hop in flame and dancing to the beat. It's that last drop of oil, we'll take it to the street. And we'll blow smoke in the face of darkness, set fires to burn up the night. Tell and retell all your stories, be a miracle of light. Blow smoke in the face of darkness, set fires to burn up the night. I'll be a mess, mess, I'll be a bright light, I'll be a miracle, I'll be a miracle of light, I'll be a mess, mess, I'll be a bright light, I'll be a miracle, I'll be a miracle of light. Crushed like an olive, let your royal flow, when there's nothing left. Your true colors show So reach deep down and grab that spark Ain't you tired of living in the dark? Show me a candle, I show you the light Show me a candle, I show you the and light And we'll blow smoke in the face of darkness Set fires to burn up the night Tell every tell all your stories Be a miracle of light Blow smoke in the face of darkness Set fires to burn up the night Tell every tell all your stories Be a miracle of light I'll be a mess, mess, I'll be a bright light. 
excellent job as always, our Beth Adonai Dance Ministry. And now Ms. Barbara Dunkley will come forth along with all of our youth to hear the story of, of Hanukkah. Thank you, baby. Come on up, kids. Come on. Every all the children, please come up. Come on. (laughs) Okay. All right. Just set a seat on the floor anywhere. Good. Okay, I'm going to tell you the story of Hanukkah. All right. Hanukkah was first celebrated over 2,000 years ago. The Jewish people were living in the land of Israel, which in those days was called Judea. Its capital and most holy city was Jerusalem. For many years, the Jews worked hard to build a beautiful temple there. On Shabbat and the festivals, they came to the temple to pray. They brought baskets filled with fruit and other gifts and put them on the temple altar. The Jews of Judea were not free. They were ruled by the kings of the nearby Syria. For a time, these rulers let the Jews pray to God, celebrate the Jewish holidays, and follow the laws of Torah. Then a cruel king named Antiochus came to power. He followed the Greek religion and wanted everyone to believe as he did. The Greeks of long ago worshipped many gods. They believed there was a god who made the sunshine, another who made the flowers grow, and still others who made it rain with thunder. They believed they knew what their gods looked like and built statues called idols in their homes and temples. The Jews believed them as then as they do now in just one god. They believed that you, carry, you cannot see God and that you cannot build statues, or draw pictures of what you think God looks like. The Jews refused to follow the Greek religion. Antiochus expected everyone to obey him. He sent messengers to all the cities of Judea, ordering the Jews to change their names to Greek names, wear Greek clothes, and eat Greek foods. He ordered them to put Greek idols in front of their homes and pray to them. Some Jews obeyed the king's orders, because they were afraid to be different, but many refused. Antiochus was very angry at the Jews and that they would not change. He ordered his soldiers to march into Jerusalem, and they destroyed homes, and they set fires in the streets. They stormed the temple and tore down the holy ark. They built a Greek idol and put it on the temple altar. Many Jews were killed. Others took shelter in nearby villages. The soldiers went from town to town, making sure the king's orders were being followed. One day, they came to Moedin, a town not far from Jerusalem. They built an idol in the marketplace and called the Jews together to pray to it. The town leader, Mattathias, refused to bow down to this altar, to this idol. He raised his sword 
and turned to the peoples of Moadim. He told them he would continue to believe in one God and that they, and they still obeyed the laws of the Torah. He called on the Jews to follow him. Mattathias has his five sons and many of the Jews fought off the soldiers and escaped to nearby villages and mountains. They knew that they, to be free, they would have to defeat the king and his army. But Mattathias was old and sick. Before he died, he gathered his sons, Johanan, Simon, Judah, Eleazar, and Jonathan, and blessed them, saying, Hamahazak avi Hamas. He said to them in Hebrew, Be strong and be brave. Mattathias appointed his son Judah to be the new leader. Judah was called Maccabee, which means hammer, and his followers became known as the Maccabees. It was hard for Judah to form an army. The Jews were farmers, shepherds, and teachers, and they were not trained to be soldiers. They had no uniforms and no weapons. But the Maccabees knew the hills, the caves, and the countryside of Judea. They could move quickly, and they were able to surprise the king's army even at night. Most important, they were fighting for something they believed in. Their love for freedom gave them courage, and they fought long and hard. The Maccabees went from village to village, defeating the Syrians and taking their weapons and their uniforms. King Antiochus sent more and more soldiers, but the Jews drove them away. Finally, the Maccabees reached Jerusalem. They went first to the Holy Temple. Though its walls were crumbling, weeds were growing in the courtyards, and a huge Greek idol stood on the altar. The Jewish fighters became as builders. They scrubbed and polished the, the stone walls. They cleaned the courtyards and planted new trees. They took away the idols and built a new altar. They found iron spikes and put small torches on them to make a menorah. At last, they were ready to celebrate. On the 25th day of Hebrew month of Kislev, exactly three years, three years before the Syrians Soldiers destroyed Jerusalem. The Jews uh, lit a menorah and rededicated the temple. For eight days they celebrated joyfully. The Maccabees proclaimed that every year the Jews should celebrate a holiday of reded rededication, now called Hanukkah. According to legend, when the Maccabees searched for the pure oil needed to light the temple menorah, they found only one jug, enough to burn for just one day. But the oil lasted and lasted, and the menorah burned brightly for eight days. Today, all over the world, Jewish families gather each year to celebrate the victory of the brave Maccabees. They light and bless the festive candles, exchange gifts, and retell the story of the little jug of oil. In Israel, Hanukkah menorahs shine from the courtyards and rooftops and the schools and synagogues and office buildings growing brighter each night as they add another light. In Moadin, the ancient home of the Maccabees, torches are lit and carried to cities and villages throughout the land. So that's the story of Hanukkah, kids. Let's go and celebrate some more.
In celebration of the Maccabees' victory and the miracle of the oil, we will have another selection by our Beth Adonai dance team entitled Burn by the Maccabees. from outer space, outer space, light it up, they're burning bright for the human race, human race, when they're
do three for you today. The first one is a traditional Hanukkah song called Hanukkah O Hanukkah. The second one is um, about the dreidel game. And the last one is Ma'osur, which is a traditional um, Hebrew song sung in praise and adoration to Adonai for um, his miracle of the lights and uh, the Maccabees the Maccabees and how they fought against the Greeks.
Thank you so much, Liz. When I first heard her play, it was no doubt I was going to adopt her into the Beth Ann and I drama ministry. So be careful if you display your talent, you will be asked to participate. So I just, but she did a lovely job. Please give her a round of applause again. Is Rabbi Scott here? We could have remarks by Rabbi Scott, and then we'll pray, and we'll close the program. favorite really remembrance of Hanukkah. Uh, growing up as a kid, uh, being the youngest, we had family and friends would come over and it was just a great time of fun and joy. But how many of y'all remember Mr. Microphone? Remember that? For those kids before we had internet and all that, we had the Mr. Microphone, which somehow connected to, was it a speaker, or somebody you could connect it into your like radio or something. And we learned at that time that none of the secular kids could sing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great time, it's a very joyous time. But when you look at the story of Hanukkah too, one thing you notice is, do you realize that that's where guerrilla warfare began? Is that, you know, because traditionally, Back in the day, what would they do? You lined up your men, we lined up our men, and they went at each other. And so this guerrilla warfare is what really confused these great armies because they weren't used to that. So you can see how God uses these things, these miracles, to bring it into light. Um, we were actually honored the, um, when we brought a trip to Israel over for my brother's uh, organization. We had about 375 people. And one thing that we always like to do on trips to Israel is plant a tree. And with having that many group people on the group, the Israeli government actually opened up an area, and we were the first ones to plant in this thing. They did a very special occasion. And it was actually the area where they said the Maccabees lived, where the family lived. And it's neat to be able to go back there now and see how it's flourished. So it's a great time of remembering. It's a great miracle. Of course, most importantly, this is when our Messiah was conceived. He is the light of the world and he shines his light throughout it. So it's a very special and joyous time, and we as believers in Messiah can not only enjoy the great miracle that took place, but the continuing miracle that continues to take place as Yeshua becomes the light of the world. So I'm so glad you all came and enjoyed, how many of y'all enjoyed this special <laughs> celebration? They did a great job. Thank you for your violin playing, it was wonderful. And you did a wonderful job as well. We had great narration and kids. So what else? I'm going to turn it back to you now. Thank you so much, Rabbi Scott. We have a number of activities today, so we hope that you will be able to stay and enjoy for the entire day. Um, I would like for the participants to come up just one more time. Uh, that's the dance team, uh, as well as Miss Liz, the Cox family, Miss Barbara. If you would give them one more round of applause. This would not have been possible without them.
If, if someone would take a picture of the, of the group for me, because I like to share those with the, with the group afterwards, um, so they would have uh, a memory of today. None of this would be possible also without our um, video team, our audio team, uh, our camera team, our virtual uh, team, Ms. Kim and her team, Ms. Nolly and her team, Dan and his team, that tirelessly work to help put these productions on for each one of the holidays that we celebrate. So I want to personally thank each and every one of you. Special blessings to you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this holy day. Father, we thank you for this another Shabbat day. Father, as this, we recognize that this is the last Shabbat in 2019, and we're all entering the year of 2020. We also know that we have already begun the year of 5780, the year of redemption. Father, help us to let our light shine before men. Let us show love, compassion, truth, kindness, righteousness, not only during this Hanukkah season, Father, but all year long. There are people that need us. There are people that are counting on us to let that light shine. According to Isaiah 9-2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. His name is Yeshua. May the light fill your heart, life, and homes. According to John 8-12, Yeshua spoke to them again, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light which gives life. According to John 12, 46, I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me shall stay in darkness. Are you letting your light shine? Help us, Father, so that our light will shine and glow brightly wherever we go. In Yeshua's name we pray, amen. amen. Thank you, everyone, for your participation and for coming today.